0: Okay, I just sent you guys a picture. <laughs> have a look at my friend uh, Pat and our friends oh Pat God. and Laura. Have a look at their plant in their backyard. <laughs> how are they not gotten have
1: they not gotten robbed yet? <laughs> oh it's my a, it's, it's a, like a Christmas tree.
0: Dude, look at the size of those things. That's hilarious. That's Laura's like, I don't know, five, five, three, five, four,
2: five. Anything doesn't matter. That thing's like 15 feet tall. That's like, that's like 12 at, feet more. Look than at that. the bud at look the, the top on the right. The bud on the top right one. <laughs> yup. <Yep. laughs>
0: Unbelievable. That my dad awesome. has, my
2: dad has some big ones. I'm going to show him that though. That's hilarious. Your dad has some big ones. eh? Yeah. Huge. <laughs> Thank <laughs> God. They're hereditary. <laughs> wow.
0: Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVee, Mark Lefebvre, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. You did, so did you charge your phone last night, Ben? I was telling Mark, so in the middle of the night, I get up and I'm so out of it. I don't even know what woke me up, but I wanted to see what time it was. My phone had fallen to the floor right next to the power bar where I've got it plugged in. So Mm. I inadvertently switched off the power bar. The fan that I have running off the power bar stops and I distinctly remember just going, that's weird, and then just went back to sleep. (laughs) 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 <laughs> that means no charge, and I have um, the Sirius app on my phone, so I usually yeah. put on you know some just white noise type stuff on Sirius Radio as i have fallen asleep. So yeah, the phone ran with the radio on all night oh. without without the chargers. So I woke up, the sun was up, and I just went, oh, fuck. Yeah, don't you don't you hate that I feel like when the first thing that pops into your head is. I'm I've slept late. in like yeah. that there's just no worse feeling I can't stand it
2: especially because you ruin the fact that
0: you got to sleep in a little bit
2: by having mm. that feeling when you wake up like you don't even yeah, have exactly. the like, ah, well, like that's not a in. bonus
0: 20 minutes that you want to come by <laughs> no. sort of thing so Did yeah, it, by time, up? it was like I don't know you guys would have been 25 minutes into it and I just thought really? oh hell I'll send a message I, I just fucked up what do you do
1: Did it uh, fuck up the rest of your day? I always find like when I sleep in and I start the day
0: behind the eight ball, like the rest of my day is all fucked too. Yeah, I'm all like all over the place. Not too bad. I not that's not my experience every time, but many times yes.
2: As long as I get time for a quick tub, I'm good. Like Mm -hmm. even if it's just like a five
0: minute tub. Did you say a quick tug? (laughs) uh, (laughs) You just a five minute tug. (laughs) (laughs) What's uh, what's in the news today, Chris? (laughs) <laughs> there's a couple
1: of big ones. There's not too much local stuff because there's some other, uh, some other more national uh, and international things to cover uh, that, that fell on us yesterday. Uh, the WE Charity, I don't know if you, you, you heard about this news that came down last night, but you know the, the WE Charity has been broiled in conf- controversy since the, the Trudeau fiasco. Um, uh, they actually announced yesterday that they're winding down their operations in Canada, Completely, um, so really, they're, they're li- yeah, they're liquidating all of their assets, um, which includes uh, real estate in Toronto, includes their head office in Toronto, includes all real estate in Canada, and they're creating an endowment fund for projects that they're working on in Latin America. They're essentially laying off its, their entire Canadian workforce. That's charitable. It's so fucked. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucked. So like I mean a lot of I, I was reading online I'm like okay so how much of this is a, like a political play or whatever but like <laughs> right. from the sounds of it a lot of these not for profits aren't doing very well because of COVID because a lot of them aren't getting the donations that they usually Fair depend enough. on to to continue well, operations. Oh yeah look at
0: that look at that thing we did for CF there a little while ago they weren't that we did the trivia thing they weren't able to hold their Usual, the lawn bowling thing that they do to, to raise money for cystic fibrosis research. So, yeah, I mean, they, they, they earned a proverbial you know, drop in the bucket compared to what they usually bring mm-hmm. in off their fund. Every fundraising endeavor is hurting like hell right now.
1: Yeah, the 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 stuff that I was reading is like a lot of these ones, like Canadian Cancer Society, Heart and Stroke Foundation. All of these guys yeah. are like laying people off. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just another another one for We Charity. It sucks because I actually know a couple people that work at the We Charity, and I, I haven't talked to them, but uh, you know,
2: I'm sure they're concerned getting laid off in the middle of a pandemic. That's fucked up. It makes you wonder. I mean. The conspiracy theorist in me about whether or not they were maybe embroiled in something that they really should not have been which is why they shuttered everything so quickly um, mm. yeah I mean
0: protecting could, assets it,
2: essentially yeah it could just be I mean it could just be a coincidence in time but um, it's
0: uh, hey yeah. if you're if you're if you're just a quit this kind of an aside but if you're Justin Trudeau do you hold an election as soon as possible or do you uh, ride out this minority government there's a lot it's of there's the there's, a, there's a few there's a few democracies around the world where they've held um, in, uh, actually not even like countries like New Brunswick, for example, the premier there just held a snap election. It wasn't like one of those, you know, just part of the process elections. They come up yeah. every once in a, He held a snap election on the agenda of his handling of the coronavirus yeah. epidemic and actually won his majority government, like did well. And yeah. there are a couple other examples of that. So Trudeau coming off. I mean, he's got the We Charity thing, scandal, if you can call it a scandal. Our scandals are cute compared charity, to our friends. To charity
2: scandal. <laughs> uh, but uh, but
0: um, yeah, do you because do, I, I mean, the way he's handled the, the coronavirus, I think generally has been favorable, I would mm-hmm. say. The the, yeah. the, the the electorate has, has seen it as favorable. Not mm-hmm. great, but favorable. Anyway, do, do, do you go on the election? Do you go on, on your coronavirus record and how you've steered us through the economy and kept numbers low and a low infection rate and all that sort of stuff before a second wave hits, before something else could go catastrophically wrong? Would you hold a snap election now?
2: I, I wasn't even thinking about it from, you know I mean, from that uh, viewpoint of like you know i mean things could go sideways soon so do it now i was thinking more just i mean why not ask canadians how do you think i did like fuck here we go here's let me know how I did, and well, yeah, uh, that's
0: the way you do that. Is you hold an election? That's what I mean. Yeah, that's what, right. that's
2: what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. But but not not with the motive of like tell me how I did now before things go shitty. Just tell me how I did. I think uh, Canadians would like that opportunity. I think Ontarians yeah, okay. would like that opportunity as well. Um, and I think it's great that other provinces and other places around the world are doing that kind of stuff. Politically because,
0: speaking, I mean, the, the, yeah, it's a good time for him to do that. It, I, yes. I really do think it is because the conservatives just have a brand new leader in, right? The Sarah O'Toole. So it, it, the timing, kind of, kind of makes sense. Minority governments usually don't last. I think their lifespan is usually about a year and a half, two years. So we're kind of getting close anyway. Wouldn't hmm. be, su- well, yes. I wouldn't be surprised. He might not be able to like declare
1: an election of himself because they they might actually do it. They're going to have a confidence vote, I think, uh, coming coming up later this year, uh, and they might vote down the government and and force an election. I I don't like it's it's really interesting because like you know from a lot of the conversations that I had with a lot of my friends and a lot of the people that I talked to, you know, Justin Trudeau is is on his on his last legs. And Mm. then when you see the polling numbers and and everything, and then everyone's talking about how well he's handled the pandemic. So it's like, I don't really know. I don't really know if it would be good or bad. I I don't have a good read on that. I don't granted follow uh, politics as as close as some other people. Mm. I don't, I don't watch the polling numbers. So I I wouldn't, I I wouldn't be able to pick one. I I would say either way, this election is going to be fucking crazy because the, we charity, uh scandal is it's it was pretty bad like it's it's pretty fucking bad like what, mm. the, what, if, if 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 you if you track it it's pretty uh, skeezy you know you're you're essentially using uh the pandemic uh as a smokescreen to funnel you know mm. hundreds of millions of dollars into into this company that you're closely tied to very Whether very in, whether
2: intentionally to. or just out of Oh it was intentional neglect
1: yeah, no, because they, like, I mean, they lost their minister of finance. Like he, he resigned, which is like, he was one of the stars of yes the liberal cabinet. Like this is, this is a guy that this isn't just like moving the pieces around. Like this is a guy that, that Trudeau's is, you, you could see, I mean, outside of Christie Fli- uh, Friedland, like the second in command or whatever, you know what I mean? So that's a big casualty. The wheat charities completely left the country. That's insane. Um, So, you know, we'll see how it all plays out. I think the I think the one benefit to Trudeau is just the 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 controversy is a little more complex than a lot of the voting public has Mm. can understand. Like it's Mm. a little too much for a lot of people, um, which I get and, you know, might work for him. Who knows? Yeah, it's interesting. Okay, another another big news story yesterday. Sorry, did you want to did you want to weigh in on that? Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Another big news story yesterday was this audio clip that's circulating of Donald Trump um, talking <laughs> about the COVID nineteen. Uh, you haven't heard it, okay? No. So, do you know Bob Woodward? He's yep. he's a journalist. Uh, I think he's like the the editor from from Washington Post or whatever, and he he wrote this Woodward book. and
0: Bernstein. He broke the Watergate yeah. scandal. He's he's uh, like the gold standard of <coughs> presidential interviews. He's been covering yeah. presidents for fifty years.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, he he did uh, he he released a book. Uh, earlier in, on in this presidency, called F- Fear, uh, it was fantastic. I read it. Um, there's a new one coming out. Actually, this one caught me off guard because I didn't. I didn't think he did more than one book per term, but but apparently he does. So this one's called um, <clears throat> Rage. <laughs> so from fear to rage, right? the, the tr- I wonder what the trilogy is going to be. Who knows? We'll we'll see. Mm-hmm. But um, the audio, there's an audio clip, an actual audio clip of Donald Trump admitting back in February. So this is an audio clip dated back to February that he knows how how serious and how how contagious and how deadly the coronavirus is, but that it's been his intention all along to play it down so as not to create a panic. Right. So I I, I can see if you. Uh, so it, it, it's taken off like wildfire. It's on pretty oh. much all, you're going to hear about it all day today. It's, I'm it's everywhere. You. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's going to be, but what, what the one, the one thing that when you, when you hear the, the clip in context, it sounds perfectly reasonable. You're like, yeah. Oh yeah. You want I, I panic, wanna, absolutely. it's, you don't, you don't want to create a panic or whatever. Right. But then when you, when you couple that with what he actually said back in February, he was calling it a hoax. Right, so like it was. There's a there's a difference between playing it down and and pretending it doesn't exist. So there's that. I would expect to hear about that so much for the next couple days
0: that you just don't want to listen to it anymore. Oh, yeah, probably right up until November. Yeah, it was already taken off yesterday. This yeah. uh, these clips uh, they the every cable news network was just playing them ad nauseum yesterday and will continue to do so for the next couple until, <laughs> yes, you know, until, until something <laughs> until something else outrageous happened
2: I never so you book, when yeah. people say uh, where do you get your news and people are like oh, I get my news from the left wing Mia I get my news from this fucking podcast so thanks Chris <laughs> <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs>
1: yeah I try to cover some stuff like I'm trying to hit <laughs> on the good ones I, I want to do more honestly like I want to do more positive stuff that's what it's, I'm trying to do. I got to find on. like a better news source that has more positive shit just because like there's enough b- bad news all over the place and I'm
0: getting sick of it. How about this? The <laughs> NFL kicks off tonight. Mm.
2: Yeah, Ooh, that's a
0: good one. I yeah. didn't have that. I've, I have- I mean no CFL this year, so I've missed football just in general watching foot. I love watching football. It's my favorite sport to watch. Eh, yeah. Hockey and football like neck and neck. But I do enjoy a football game. Anyway, uh, oh, yeah, so the Kansas, Kansas City's playing uh, Houston tonight. I, they, they, this is one of the stadiums that um, I think in Kansas City, um, they're allowing 22% uh, capacity. So one-fifth. It's going to be curious to see how this looks. I mean, we know how the NHL looks with the tarps now. But how, because uh, I mean, you know, Kansas City's what, a 75, 80,000 seat stadium that's going to have do the math, what sixteen or so thousand mm. people in it. Um that, that's a hockey crowd was, in a football <laughs> stadium. I'm just curious to see how, how is sixteen
2: thousand people safe?
0: Yeah, well, is it indoor you or you is it have 16, outdoor? It's an outdoor stadium and they're all yeah, they're all socially spaced or whatever. I dunno. The optic
1: like I'm sure they're spaced out like in the stands, but it's not the stands oh, you yeah. worry about. It. It's going yeah, to be no, no, no. it's no, no, no. going to that, the That's what I mean. It's gonna because I mean they've
0: got sixteen thousand people, but they have to disperse them. So I mean, you know, the, some of these people will be in the up in the in the nosebleeds. Think about it, going to a football game, seeing all those empty seats and you can't move. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I mean if if you that's the thing like with the Jays game, when the Jays are sucking shit, you go to the game, you pay for a five dollar seat and you move into the premium ones to yeah. help you don't get caught. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's something that you're not going to be able to do. So, the, yeah, the NFL, it'll be cur- I'm curious to see if this NFL season kicks off. The NFL's like such a juggernaut that I don't think anybody's really considering the possibility that, the, the, like, they're not playing in a bubble. They're like baseball. They're, this season could have some some hitches to it, no doubt. I well, mean, yeah, especially,
2: especially with 16 balls. fucking thousand fans in the
0: crowd. <laughs> right? And then, yeah, these massive staffs and everything else. I just don't understand. Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Uh, sports. One but on, more the, sports on the other still, hand, I mean, yeah. like the 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 Rams are playing on Sunday night against Dallas. They'll be um, uh, showcasing their brand new. Fi- Have you seen the stadium in L.A.? SoFi Stadium. No. Five billion dollars. It's bigger than Disneyland. Oh. Wow. The the oh, complex. Jesus. The complex itself. Look it up. Google it. When when, when we're done here, it, it is like nothing you'll ever you've ever seen. SoFi Stadium. This thing is it. It is just it's over the top like it is like that one in is dallas massive. is pretty impressive it's this not is, this just the stadium i mean there, there's a there's a residential commercial complex built into this there's a performing arts center that seats twenty two thousand. the wow. stadium itself expanded for a super bowl and they're going to use it for the olympics can seat a hundred thousand people like this thing is wow. massive <laughs> you gotta see it it's something else anyway um they will be playing uh, the stand will be empty uh on Sunday. in california they're not allowed to, to you can't attend these things at all so again yeah very much like baseball i think depending on you know where teams are going and where they're from and what the 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 laws are there i know the bills are starting off their season with nobody in the seats but uh they have not committed to a full season of empty stand i who knows the whole thing is uh craziness. Um, it's kind of up in the air. Um, just madness. some quick quick little fun football facts here. Uh, 9% of men say they would miss the birth of their own child in order to attend a Super Bowl. <laughs> like wow. if they, yeah, like your baby's being born, oh my God, it's coming. Here's a wow. ticket to the Super Bowl. One in 10 men would say, sorry, honey, I, got, I can't miss the game.
1: <laughs> I thought, so I guess one in 10 is a more reasonable is a pretty reasonable number like it's that doesn't su- necessarily surprise me that like one in ten you know what I mean like yeah. I, I like I if the number was a little higher I'd be like whoa that's big but one in ten is like yeah that sounds about right there's so by th- the five
2: million Canadians three. Point, oh there's 35 million Can- um, Canadian so let's say 17.5 million mm-hmm. Canadian men so 1.7 million yep. <laughs> men would rather go to the Super Bowl
1: yeah, but yeah. there's like a, I feel like there's a lot of, there's, there's you you could, you know, that, that one in ten man probably would do a lot of other things rather than be there or the birth of their true. child. I mean, They'd you probably know.
0: rather go take a fucking, you know, go catch a movie also. But le- so. let's also be honest. I mean, that's one in ten men admit that they would skip, true too. they would skip the birth of their child. I'm thinking there's at least one or two of the remaining nine that probably would do the same but yeah. you know, just didn't want to admit it that's all <laughs> 54% by the way the, the surveys conducted by visa so there's got to be a little bit of you know something <laughs> 99% some percentage of nfl diverse. players love yeah. visa <laughs> well, no, no 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 but i mean it's not done by bobs variety it's a, it's a yeah. is a big institution so obviously they employ good statisticians 54% of fans would would miss or postpone an event of some kind to go to the Super Bowl. I would expect that yeah. number to be higher. Yeah, yeah. I would be um, offended that some,
2: I would be insulted that someone booked an event during the Super Bowl. Like, think about it. It's like when people have something that's on New Year's Eve. Like, let me enjoy my New Year's Eve. I don't want to also have your Stag and Dough. Like, make point. your Stag and Dough on a separate <laughs> day. Come on. Uh,
0: yeah, I've been to a wedding that was held during a, uh, the Blue Jays during their World Series. Run, uh, not not uh, not the playoff, not the playoff run, not the '90s one. Yeah, the one, the one a few years back. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, somebody had their wedding uh, during one of those Jays playoff games, and there there was quite the uproar. <laughs> the, the, the the actually the, the much to the non chagrin of a lot of the sports fans there, the bride was a uh, Blue Jays fan, so during the reception. She asked that the game be on out in the reception area, not like on behind the the (laughs) table. Behind the priest. That would be a little awkward. (laughs) Yeah, behind the priest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, and real quick, too, on football. uh, Do you guys have any sports superstitions? Are you guys... Do you
1: mean... Um, like when I when I played, or like just from watching, or what
2: for watching? Like as a I fan. have, like if if I wear if I wear a Leafs jersey and they lose, then I won't wear it the next game. But if they win, <laughs> then I will continue to wear it until they lose. <laughs> I've heard that one. That's, that's okay. There you one. go. That's
1: it, it's funny. Like twenty one percent,
0: twenty one percent of football fans perform a ritual before or during games. Like some people are really. Superstitious. One quarter of people have prayed to God that He will help their football team. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I bet. Yeah.
2: Do they understand yes. how that works yeah. though? Because the other teams' people are also praying to God, and you
0: know. yeah, right. God, yeah, God's like hearing all this. It's like Vegas, yeah. you know.
2: Yeah, yeah God's From a Patriots, Patriots fan. It. Just fucking deal with it.
0: With, yeah.
1: with my with my Leafs jersey, like I have, I have an Austin Matthews jersey, and what I'll do is. This sounds kind of insane. I, I, I get it. And I probably shouldn't say it out loud. But I don't wash it all year. Okay. So what I do is at the end of the season... Once the season's over, I take it to the dry cleaner (laughs) and I put it in the closet until the first regular season game. I don't touch it until it's the regular season and then it's then it's it's fair game. And for the rest of the season and then I put it away again once it's over.
0: If you were uh, an NFL fan, you would be a Cardinals fan. Then the Arizona Cardinals fans are the most likely to wear an unwashed jersey to a game. (laughs) The most most superstitious NFL fans. (laughs) This is a Bud Light survey of 10,000 NFL fans. Baltimore Ravens fans are the most superstitious, followed by Arizona, New Orleans, Oakland, and Philly. Cardinals fans are most likely to wear an unwashed jersey. Bills fans, Buffalo Bills fans are probably the most uh, people who listen to this. We probably get the most Bills fans just because of where we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are most likely, and I've been to many Bills games, I can attest to this, Bills fans most likely to touch, kiss, rub, or hold memorabilia during a game. Like, I, <laughs> no, honestly, my I've got a couple buddies, my brother-in-law and one of my best friends, both huge Bills fans, and they've got so much Bill's gear it's over the top and if you go to a game like everybody's got a Bill's teddy bear or a Bill's towel or a Bill's this or that and a lot of them are hugging them. it's just it's it's over the top oh, it has plus, the top, plus they're all fucking hammered <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right Bill's mafia oh my gosh you've, you've never seen anything like it like one until you're there one of my the favorite ones whole, whole You've got to see Pinto Ron and all those guys. You know Pinto Ron is. I've never no. been to a Bills game. I would Pinto, love to Pinto, Pinto Ron has that. been pulling. Pinto Ron has been to every Bills game For I forget how many years, like this guy is... Since the OJ days. (laughs) And he does, he's one of the biggest draws at the tailgates. He's got a a mid-70s Pinto that he's turned into (laughs) a a barbecue, pretty much. Like the whole hood is a grill now. But where it gets really weird is Pinto Ron uh, dons a pair of goggles. He's this old scraggly guy with a beard. He dons goggles and... Hundreds of fans stand around him in a circle and douse him with ketchup and mustard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, this is not a joke. Again, you can look up the stadium, SoFi Stadium. There's one thing to look up. And then YouTube. I'm not kidding. YouTube Pinto Run, And you will see this ritual in Buffalo. It is the weirdest fucking thing. But man, is it fun. Like, it's just crazy, goofy fun. I love going to Bills games. It's a blast. <laughs> there, there was this.
1: There uh, was this. I can't remember the specifics of it. I'm trying to dig up who who what the article was or whatever. But there was a guy. I think it was Vice or maybe Barstool. They sent one of their one of their uh, journalists to Buffalo to cover not the games like every game but to cover like the tailgating mm-hmm. and the, some of the stories like they, they I, I heard the guy on a podcast and he was talking about it they, they actually had to stop covering it because it was so fucked up all oh, the shit that he was seeing—he like was it, seeing like people just in the stands, just like shitting their pants and sitting in it, and like people just like <laughs> yeah, that's bet, like, like tailgating. Like, no, you know, I'm telling you, know. like all over the like he was he was basically following like the coming and goings of like the Bills mafia, and it got to the point where like the Buffalo Bills had to step in and like start policing <laughs> well, the 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 tailgating
0: because ta- it was yeah, so right. bad. So, so the tailgating now, like that, I forget what the lot is, but they they've sort of confined that really wacko shit to one lot. Yeah. So, because it was for a while there. I mean, you know, when I, cause I've been going to games for years um, and for a while there I was like, like I wouldn't bring my under 14-year-old kid to this. There's no way I wouldn't yeah. want to expose the, it's fucking dangerous. Like <laughs> fights and just drunkenness to a whole another level crazy so they've they've sort of herded all these idiots into one spot and, and and honestly it's now from like where we park to go tailgate last year we went to a game people just like make a point of like just you know, walking through. It's like <laughs> going to the zoo. It's like, let's just <laughs> walk through and see the animals Carnival. and then we'll make our way to the game. Oh fuck. It's crazy. It is absolutely well, I see them crazy. jumping through tables and all that kind of Yeah. <laughs> kind of it, stuff. it really does. Have, like it, it is nuts, man. These people are nuts. Huh.
1: But, uh, yeah, so I found, found it folks. It's, it's, they love their football. It's, <laughs> the, it's from vice. It's from vice and it's called brawls, balls, and beer a year at the Ralph with bills, bills, bill's oh. mafia. And it's yep. like they're talking about guys getting like set on fire. And oh, like, yeah. it was just like I'm telling you, it's the it's the most fucked up shit. Like I'll, I'll send you they, this. I'll send you this, and it's yeah. amazing. It's like the the ultimate like
0: taking a dump. Well, read they they jump through the tree, yeah, and they jump through tables, and yeah, they'll douse them in lighter fluid and light them on fire before they yeah. jump through it. And a lot of guys will stand up, and the back of their jerseys on fire, like it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's fucking crazy. The back of their Thurman Thomas jersey. <laughs> It is. Just, it's fucking crazy. Uh, oh, fuck. They need to win a Super yeah. Bowl. That
2: fucking city needs. <laughs> they need um, a champion. Or the, the
0: Sabers. <laughs> <it>, the, <laughs> the next time, yeah. If the Bills or Sabers Bills or Sabers win one, I am going to Buffalo just for the party. Oh, it's wow. it's going to be. We'll it's see it from here. A good time. You don't even need it's to go. It's going to be a great time. Buffalo is such a great sports town. It really is. Mm-hmm. I, I love Buffalo. I'm a huge hard fan luck, of Buffalo.
2: Hard luck sports town. Fuck. Like Not Talk about, a, a, talk about a city that's had, like, well, four Super Bowl disappointments and then that Stanley Cup final with the foot in the crease. Foot in the
0: crease and wide right. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, I I, I really have a soft spot for Buffalo. I love the city, and I, I, I have a soft spot for their teams, too, for sure. Buffalo
1: definitely has... Uh, A friend in Hamilton Like I I could see why Like Hamilton (laughs) and Buffalo Are working class cities We're the Buffalo of Ontario (laughs) Buffalo just uh, To me though like I don't get it uh, like <laughs> buffalo buffalo's way too greasy for me oh. i've been i've been a bunch i've spent quite a bit of time not not as much as you have granted because you found stuff that you like about it <laughs> 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 i <laughs> i have that relationship to find anything <laughs> that i enjoy <laughs> hey? and i don't mean that like i'm not i i'm open to, to seeing that shit i'm sure there's stuff there right but like you know, I, I went, I, I remember went to Rochester uh, to go see it, like a Bob Dylan concert back, back in the day, like a long time ago. And during the day, it was like the streets were just littered with like drug dealers posted up on every corner and like Rochester? people drinking out of,
0: yeah. Yeah, Rochester's, Rochester's Pe- a pretty People rough drinking town.
1: out of paper bags. And then at night after the concert, we were driving back and it was a ghost town and there was just cruisers everywhere. I was like, yeah. this place is fucked.
0: Yeah, Rochester's pretty. It's like see, a war zone. Rochester's pretty seedy.
1: Yeah, it was bad, but like yeah. you know, I, there's the we like, and 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 I'm still a little salty because when we were there, we went to I think it was like Applebee's, and I yeah, tried we, to tried Applebee's. to buy weed off of our oh, waitress. Oh yeah, you
2: told. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that.
1: And it was it was insane what she sold us That's for the queen. price. It was, it was like, I, this is, I'm like, oh, I get why this place sucks now because this is the
0: weed that you smoke. <laughs> Cause you, yeah. Cause you can't get good weed at Applebee's <laughs> Buffalo. You suck.
1: Where else can you, it's American dream. If you can't get good weed at Applebee's, what, you can't get good food there. That's for sure. Fucking microwave nachos. Yikes. Jesus. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I'm down. We should we uh, when, when the border check our opens back sheet. up. Sponsor
2: sheet. Who's the show brought
1: to you by? <laughs> oh, Applebee's yeah, oh, damn it. today.
0: <laughs> Today's sponsor is Applebee's.
1: <laughs> but maybe maybe once the border opens up uh, and and things come back to normal, we can take a little road trip down to Buffalo and just you know,
0: Absolutely. That could, yeah, that see the be, sights. That could
1: be fun, man. Because yeah, I sure, I, man. I would love to see. To see what what what's up over there?
2: Yeah, it sure there's some good food. I've oh. heard it's unsafe. I've heard it's unsafe in some respects. Like you, if you're a if you're a fucking Patriots fan, either wear a Bills yeah. jersey or don't wear
0: a jersey. Go, oh yeah, like stuff well, like that. Like I don't want to get depen- I don't want to get depends. punched in the back of the head because I'm wearing a Brady jersey. I have <laughs> yes. seen I have seen some people in opposing teams jerseys uh, get. I have worn uh, once uh, last year the game I went to last year because I'm a Broncos fan. So oh, I wore Broncos my Broncos fan, jersey right. and I wasn't. Uh, they, they, I had no issues whatsoever, but mind you, I was with my brother-in-law, who is a season ticket holder, and has—he's one of the nuts with all the Bills paraphernalia. So <laughs> he's just petting a It's probably a bit of a shield there, but no, the people in opposing jerseys are the ones who go and get drunk and get belligerent, and you know, you suck Buffalo, and are basically asking for a punch in the face. God, God you know? get thrown through a flaming table. You know, like, yeah. The, like, the don't. Use. Don't. If you're gonna wear the other team's jersey, that's fine, but do quietly. So quiet. Do it quietly. <laughs> Exactly, yes. yeah. you know. Don't chug back a, a bunch of Budweisers and then stand up and start. They, they I was at. Um, the, I don't know if you guys maybe remember this or have read about it or whatever. The be, the biggest comeback in NFL history, the the Bills in Houston back in yeah. the early nineties. Yeah. I was at. I was at that game, the Frank Wright game there. The Frank Wright game, and there were. It was against the Houston <laughs> Oilers, and there were. Uh, there was this couple there who had Houston Oilers everything, like their seat cushions. They had It was really cold out that day, so it was a chance to wear like a long coat, a short jacket, a jersey, pants, hat, gloves, <laughs> scarf, and, and everything was Houston Oilers with these people. They were decked out to the nines, and there was no secret who they were there to root for. And same thing, they got belligerent drunk and the, the Oilers are up what 35 to 3 at one point <laughs> yeah. and as, you know Bill's fans are just sitting there like well fuck yeah you deserve the gloat we're getting our asses kicked by the time the bills come back and tie the thing up, they had to be escorted out. Like they couldn't, they they could not weather the storm of food and beer. It was like a fucking, man. dude. It was like a fucking food nami hit these people. It was just anything that you had half eaten or had was left in your glass. You knew where that was going. These people, they were they were like seeking shelter. And on the way out of. I just saw you fucking idiots. Like <laughs> Jesus, don't poke a bear, man. They all oh, they got covered. Covered. Yeah, like, if you're... like like I'm surprised an entire section of bench didn't hit these people. They were just <laughs> deluged. Fucking if you're dummies. if you're going into enemy territory,
1: you keep it like for me, I'm a little bit more conservative, so I would do like the hat. Like I would I would ah. do like the ball cap or something. Maybe go with the jersey, but if you're going in there, fucking walking around like a gift, sh- looking like a gift shop, like <laughs> yeah, you're asking yeah, for it. You get it. That's what I've, happens.
0: I've worn the full Bruins jersey several times to a Sabers game, but yeah, the, the Bruins score, I I stand up and I. There it is Exactly that, You shouldn't that's even it. stand There's no Don't like, even Wah! stand You don't Does turn really around
1: do And face the crowd Behind you And start pointing Like I've and seen that's what that these team, Houston you know.
0: people Were doing at that Bills I game bet like, were, yeah. I bet they were
2: Oh fuck It was unbelievable I've never, I've never been, been to like, uh, I've never been to An opposing team's stadium um mm, You know what yeah. I mean? Like I've only ever been to home games. Like I've been to, and I'll chirp. Like when I go to a Jays game, I'll chirp and I'll chirp like random shit. Like I remember the last time we went, uh the base coach, <laughs> the third base coach, we were like maybe 10 rows from the field. He wasn't standing in the box that you're supposed to stand in. So like for a good solid two innings, we're yelling at the ump to tell the base coach to stand in the ball and it's just it went on and on finally the ump looked at us and he was like okay (laughs) so you have to have to find something it's fucking Jay's game (laughs) that's the beauty thing about baseball I
1: think one of the things that's lost in watching it on TV is how fun it is to just talk shit. Like yeah. that, that's that's it's one of the Aww. best sports to just yell
2: insane. Because there's shit. lots of time. Or, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or just listen to people yell insane shit. Because there's always some fucking funny motherfucker. Yeah, especially I, if you're I, in like the back, like 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 um, home run territory, like outfield area. Like there's yeah. always somebody going yelling
2: into the bullpen. The key is exactly. not swearing. If you're gonna do do a good chirp session, you, you can't swear because there's other kids around. So I I find you mm. have to be like mm. clever.
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't think one of the best places, best areas uh, on the face of the earth to be to build one's self-esteem is the on-deck circle. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> no, right. Like, like field. you're standing there swinging a bat, and you know that nobody is saying anything good to you at that point. If you're in the opposing team stadium, nobody's saying nice things to you.
2: I remember the Jays, they they had uh, Eric Hinsky, uh, he used to play for them and uh, they used to play in Tampa and there was a guy that you could, every time the Jays played in Tampa, you could hear this guy for the entire broadcast, every time (laughs) Hinsky went to the play, Hinsky, like I don't know where his seats were, but they (laughs) were close enough, yeah, they were close enough to a microphone that you would hear it every fucking time, (laughs) nice, (laughs) nice, that's (laughs) great.
0: I was right, there was the a good, like, there was a good chirp that I was oh sorry you got to run so I, I I should check out pretty soon yeah I got to start okay. early today um, no but Fair was enough, your trip? yeah
1: the, oh no no I uh, there there was this one video that went viral the other day and it was a um, it was from rugby I think it was in, in Australia and like they do this thing where they kick from the sidelines to to like it's like on a harsh angle or whatever yeah so they have the ball that's sitting on a on a um, On a stand And there's this guy That's like lining up To kick it And there's like All you hear in the background Is like the guy Yelling at him He's like Oh You're too far left You're holding it Too far left What are you doing Adjust to right Adjust to right And the guy like (laughs) And that's all you hear And the guy Goes up to kick And has to stop Because it, it was Such a good chirp And then he pulls back And he actually makes the shot or whatever And it's an insane kick And he looks back at the guy that was chirping at him And just starts laughing And they're all like laughing together It was pretty funny You know what they
2: should do with the fact that there's like no fans allowed? They should only allow like solid chirpers So you can hear Mm. them like when you're watching the
0: broadcast You can hear them yelling at the players Yeah, There's one of those sports I would love to just I would love to film people's faces as they watch Mm -hmm. Is, Is Aussie rules football and cricket Like, just take some sports fans who know nothing about either sport, plunk them down in front of a TV and just watch their... You ever tried to watch cricket? It Does knows. anyone make the fucking sense like, of that? The score's like five hundred. Like games to take two days. Look at the scores. It is the most. <laughs> like what the fuck? It's like reading hieroglyphics, man. Yeah. Still, so I still, game.
2: I still think Ultimate Chirp, Benny. You'll remember this, and I'm pretty sure it was Steve Sullivan when he played for the Hawks. He got hit in the face with a sticker with the puck, and he was skating by the glass, and there was a fan that was like, like making fun of him because he had a yep. cut on his face. And then later in the game, the puck went over the fucking glass and hit that fan in the head. And he skated by and went. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome! And
2: you saw the fan go like. <gasps>
0: <laughs> awesome! <laughs> awesome! Right on! All right, yeah, I gotta
1: check out of here. Cool. Uh, one more thing, I just wanted to shout out the raps that just pushed it to Game Seven yeah. last night. Yeah, yeah, that's battles. right. Game Seven it's tomorrow, tomorrow like night, night at Saturday, Saturday,
2: right?
1: Yes, sir. I'm down to watch that Friday night basketball. Why not, right? All well, good luck, fellas. me insane. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right, boys. All right. Good show, guys. I'll uh, see you, yeah, I guess, on next on Tuesday. 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 See you, oh, see awesome. you next First Tuesday. Yeah, First day of school. I got I got school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <See ya. laughs> see
0: ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVee, Mark Lefebvre, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter.